Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Panthers Insider, an in-depth preview of the week. Shot, he scores! On the Florida Panthers Radio Network, here's the voice of the Panthers, Doug Blayens. Well, good morning and welcome into another exciting edition of Panthers Insider. Doug Plagans here with you as always, talking Florida Panthers hockey on a Saturday morning. Panthers gearing up to start a three-game homestand tonight, 6 o'clock at Amarant Bank Arena in Sunrise. The Panthers and the Washington Capitals, third and final matchup of the season for the Panthers in Washington. Panthers trying to wrap up a three-game Season series sweep of Washington. Alex Ovechkin and company coming to town. Again, a 6 o'clock face-off. 5.30, we've got Panthers preview for you across the radio network programming note. If you're tuned in, Miami-Dade and Broward counties, you'll catch us on AM 790 WAXY in the Palm Beaches, 12.30, The Gambler, down in the Florida Keys, 100.3 Thunder Country, up in the Treasure Coast, Real Radio 1017. As far as Sirius XM goes, in your car, 219. Of course, 219 on your app as well. Or 932 on your Sirius XM app. We're always there. Or, if you're ever not sure, the Panthers app. You can always go to the Panthers app and hit that radio button in the top right corner, and that'll give you our broadcast for every single game. Busy week for the Panthers. We will tell you what took place over the course of the last seven days since we last spoke to you on Panthers Insider. Couple of wins for the Panthers, but most recently a hard-fought close loss against another team that has pretty high aspirations this year in the Carolina Hurricanes, a rematch of the Eastern Conference Final back on Thursday night, and it went right down to the wire, and unfortunately it was the Panthers who fell just short. We'll get some reaction from that game on Thursday from Alexander Barkov, from Aaron Ekblad, from Panthers head coach Paul Maurice coming up in just a moment. Highlights from those couple of Panthers wins that took place during the week as well. Coming up next segment, we will talk about the week that was, preview tonight's matchup, talk Panthers with Jamison Olive from FloridaPanthers.com and the Territory Talk podcast. A little plug for the Territory Talk podcast, by the way. New episode dropped yesterday, so check that out while it's fresh. FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts. But again, uh, FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk has that for you. And coming up later on in the program, 
the old roommate. I roomed with him at Syracuse. He's on the Capitals radio network now. Ben Raby's going to stop by, give us the view from the Washington side of things. Capitals hanging around this Eastern Conference playoff race, trying to make a charge, trying to get a seat at the table come game 83. They've been playing some pretty good hockey lately. We'll talk to Ben Raby about the Capitals coming up later on in the program. So it's the Panthers and the Washington Capitals tonight. 7 o'clock on Tuesday, it's the Panthers and the Buffalo Sabres. And folks, it is a leap year, so Thursday, February 29th, this Thursday, the Montreal Canadiens are coming to town. You don't want to miss that, so a couple of Atlantic Division teams coming in over the course of the week. You don't want to miss any of the action. The Panthers will be back on the road come one week from today, and that's when the schedule will flip to March, folks. Time's flying by. This season is flying by. Panthers will be in Detroit at 3 o'clock to kick off a three-game road trip, three games in four days road trip, one week from today. So that's what lies ahead for the Panthers. Again, the Panthers and the Capitals tonight at Amaranth Bank Arena in Sunrise. Here's one for you, folks. Celebrate 30 years of Panthers hockey with $30 tickets. Get your specially priced tickets to select games the rest of the season. Go to floridapanthers.com and secure your seats today while supplies last. There are some $30 tickets to be had. Go over to floridapanthers.com and check that out. And also calling all college students, score your Panthers student rush tickets. Students, come party with your Panthers. Once again, enjoy student exclusive pricing for select games. Go to floridapanthers.com rush for game dates and more information. Well, again, Doug Plagans here with you, Dan Day on the other side of the glass, and we're ready to recap the week that was for you, for the Florida Panthers, playing some great hockey everywhere, but especially on the road. The Panthers uh, continued their road win streak. If we turn the clock back to one week ago in Tampa, it was a runaway win for the Panthers, a big win over the cross-state rivals. They won 9-2. You're probably saying, wow, this is going to be a long highlight montage. That's the case, but you should enjoy when the Panthers pick up a big win over the cross-state rivals. Here are the highlights, and there are a lot of them from the Panthers' victory over the Lightning one week ago that kept their road win streak intact. Face-off win, Sam Bennett, right point, long shot. Montour through traffic, he scores! And the Panthers tie the game at one with 12.59 to go here in the first period. A shot from out at the right point from Montour that found its way through. May have hit something on the way in, but the Panthers will take it, and this game's all knotted up. And over on the far boards, picked up by Hedman, and he's going to work it out to the line. They don't clear. Now Kachuk to the high slot. Far circle shot. He scores a one-timer from Sam Bennett upstairs. And the Panthers take a 2-1 lead. What a feed from Kachuk to Bennett. What a release from Bennett. And a great play at the line as the Panthers were able to keep that one in the zone. Kachuk brought it into the high slot, was able to feed it right across. 7.32 left in the first period. And now into the corner, Kulikov. He took a hard shoulder from Kucherov in the corner, nearly had his helmet knocked off, and Stenlin able to send one rink-wide. Josh Mahura plays it in for the Panthers. Down and around the end boards. Lomberg, Stenlin, near circle, cuts out front shot. He scores! Kevin Stenlin makes it 3-1 Panthers. Kevin Stenlin out of the near circle, snuck that one past Vasilevsky, and the Panthers are up a pair. Huck poked around, near side, held in Forsling at the line, long shot, and they score! It found its way through, Forsling put it on net, and Vasilevsky got a piece of it, and then it rolled through his legs and over the goal line, and the Panthers have a 4-1 lead with 1.22 to go here in the first. Into the corner, it's Barkov. Up top, Montour there. Montour, Barkov, top of the near circle, down low, Kachuk in front, tipped, and they score, and the Panthers take a 5-1 lead. 23 seconds into the second period. A power play goal. Matthew Kachuk put it out in front. That one deflected in, and the Panthers' lead is now 5-1. Out to the far point, it's Verhage across Montour. Looks to Verhage, a shot tipped, they score, it's Kachuk in front again. He got a stick on that Verhage shot, he was shooting for a stick and Kachuk able to tip that one in and the Panthers lead 6-1. Another power play goal. Backhand across the ice for Perbix out of his reach and Matthew Kachuk over on the far side, able to hold one in, flutters one to Bennett out in front, Bennett across shot, score, Carter Verhage and the Panthers make it 7-1. What a setup there as Kachuk played it to Bennett right out in front for Carter Verhage and he finishes that one off.
And it's going to be fished out by Rodriguez out to the near point. Forsling looks across. Touch pass. Ekman Larson between the legs. Lundell right circle. Down low. Rodriguez in close in front. Bennett jamming away. And he scores a power play goal for Sam Bennett. He was set up there at the top of the goal crease. And he's able to jam it in. Another power play goal. And the Panthers lead 8-1 here in Tampa. Radish over in that far corner. Tries to work away from Barkov. Radish gave it away. Reinhardt out in front. Forsling, a shot save made by Johansson. The rebound, they score. And it's Carnivore Hagee picking up the loose change out in front. 9-1 Panthers. 15-51 to go here in the third period. And the Panthers top the lightning here in Tampa. 9-2 the final score. The Panthers in runaway fashion take care of business here this evening. They sweep the three-game road trip. They've won five consecutive games. The Panthers' road win streak extends to 11, and Sergei Bobrovsky has now won six consecutive starts. All kinds of streaks remained intact with that win in Tampa one week ago. The Panthers winning an 11th straight road game. One of the longest road win streaks in the history of the National Hockey League. The Panthers picked up that 9-2 win over Tampa Bay. A lot to unpack there. What did it all mean? Well, when you broke it all down, of course, the Panthers picking up an important win within the division. No doubt about that. Sam Bennett had four points. Matthew Kachuk, four points. Three points each for Carter Verhage, for Brandon Montour. And uh, the Panthers getting contributions across the board. Sergei Bobrovsky was outstanding again. The Panthers picked up a 9-2 win. Again, nine goals consecutively in that one. Tampa opened the scoring. And then they came up with one very late in the action after things were well out of reach. It was a much closer game when the Panthers returned home for Tuesday night's tilt against the Ottawa Senators. Panthers won the game in overtime. Here are the highlights as they aired on the Panthers radio network. Puck play down to our left inside the Ottawa zone. This was a physical tilt the last time these two teams met back in November in Ottawa. Panthers certainly don't shy away from that kind of thing. Ekblad down along the far side for Hagee in front of shot. Ekblad and he scores! Top shelf and the Panthers strike early. 18 seconds in, it's 1-0. Aaron Ekblad upstairs. Brandon Montour spots a man fresh off the bench. Rodriguez, far circle shot, save Corpusalo. Clearing attempt held in. Montour shot block, recovers, and he scores. Brandon Montour from the slot picked up the bouncing puck after his initial shot was blocked, and the Panthers double their lead. It's 2 nothing with 2.59 to play in the second. Now Matthew Chuck, right circle, cuts in down low. Back behind the net, Matthew Kachuk off to the far circle, leaves it for Lundell. Lundell left side, scoots in. Sharp angle, top shelf, he scores! Anton! Lundell wins it, and the Panthers take it 3-2 in overtime. The Panthers have won six in a row. So Anton Lundell, the overtime winner there back on Tuesday in the game against Ottawa. Big win within the division for the Panthers. They would go on the road Thursday night to take on the Carolina Hurricanes. They were trying to become just the third team in NHL history to win a dozen consecutive road games, but fell just short. It was scoreless all the way until the final 19 seconds of the game. And it was with 18.9 on the clock that Sebastian Ajo scored for Carolina. And the Hurricanes won that game by a one to nothing count. So the two teams have split the two games in the season series so far. March 14th and Raleigh, they will see each other one more time during the regular season. And who knows, maybe they will collide come Stanley Cup playoff time once again. But some reaction from the close, hard-fought 1-0 loss. The Panthers, of course, uh, falling 1-0 Thursday in Raleigh. In that game also were without Gus Forsling and Matthew Kachuk for a big chunk of it. We didn't see either of them after the first period. And by the way, the Panthers set to have their morning skate here in just a little bit as I bring you the Panthers Insider Show from the Panthers Iceplex, the Baptist Health Iceplex here in Fort Lauderdale. Panthers set to have their morning skate soon. So that means a little bit after that, we expect to hear from Panthers head coach Paul Maurice and maybe we'll have an update on their status. Nothing new to tell you as of right now. But uh, here's Paul Maurice talking about his team battling two players down, two key players down for most of Thursday's game and what he thought after Thursday's game against Carolina. I, I liked our game. I like it an awful lot. It's, it's one thing to go into a lineup, you go into a game with missing a couple guys. It's completely another thing to lose them in the game, right? You, you don't have bodies to fell, but I, 
Uh, we put up 44 on them. I, I, God, both goaltenders were good. And, uh, yeah, it was good. It's a good road game for us. So Paul Maurice, Panthers head coach right there. Here's the captain, Alexander Barkov, with some thoughts post-game on the close game in Raleigh. Well, I think I think it was a good game uh, by both teams. Uh, it's a tough game. Like obviously, we know how they play. They know how we play, and it was a good example of of how both teams play out there. And I think both teams tried to do everything right, and that, that's how it ended up, like zero zero until all, all the way till the end. And I know it's been a couple of those games already against them, so we knew it's gonna be like that, and we accepted that and just tried to grind it out and ended up this way. And another one of the longtime Panthers. That was Alexander Barkov. Here's Aaron Ekblad, Panthers defenseman, with his thoughts following Thursday's loss. Came down to 19 seconds. I mean, yeah, that's, uh, that's a playoff game. There's no doubt about it. Uh, that's two teams colliding that play almost the exact same way. Um, there's almost no room out there for anybody. And I don't know what the chances were, but I feel like they had to be pretty damn close. So it was a hard-fought game. Um, would have liked to be on the other side of it, but uh, we'll be getting ready for Washington at home. Yeah, and Aaron Ekblad said it right there. That game had a playoff-type feel. You could just sense it from pregame. Brought back memories of the Eastern Conference Final with the energy, the electricity in the building, and the intros, and when it went dark in the building beforehand, and all the players came out. It just felt like a playoff game. The atmosphere, the stakes felt heightened in that game back on Thursday, and the way the teams played certainly reflected that. So the Panthers uh, falling to the Carolina Hurricanes last time out, saw their win streak snapped at six games. They will look to start a new win streak tonight when they play host to the Washington Capitals. So just very quickly, what's at stake tonight? The Panthers two points back to the Boston Bruins for the top spot in the Atlantic Division as well as the top spot uh, in the Eastern Conference. The New York Rangers have put themselves into that mix as well for the number one seed overall in the Eastern Conference. Uh, they're, of course, over in the Metropolitan Division. But Panthers two points back of Boston trying to track them down. And uh, the Boston Bruins have played one more game than the Panthers have this season. So Panthers trying to regain that top spot in the Atlantic. A win tonight against Washington would go a long way. We'll have you covered across the Panthers radio network beginning with Panthers preview at 5.30, puck drops at 6. We'll step aside, just getting going here on Panthers Insider. Jamison Olla, FloridaPanthers.com will join us coming up next segment. We will talk all things Panthers. And then uh, later on in the show, Ben Raby from the Capitals Radio Network will join us, and we will preview tonight's matchup against Washington with a little view from the Capitals side of things. So lots more to get to here on Panthers Insider. Doug Plagans with you. Dan Day on the other side of the glass. Panthers getting set for Washington tonight, beginning a three-game homestand at Cameron Bank Arena and Sunrise. Get your tickets, by the way, FloridaPanthers.com, SeatGeek.com, or by calling 954-835-PUCK. We'll be back next with Jamison Olive stopping by. This is Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Let's get back to the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Welcome back here on Panthers Insider. Doug Plagans with you as always. It's the Panthers and the Washington Capitals tonight. Panthers kicking off a three-game homestand. They will host Washington at 6 o'clock. We're on the air with Panthers preview at 5.30 across the Ready Network. And then coming up on Tuesday night, folks, the Panthers will be home against the Buffalo Sabres for another Atlantic Division matchup. 7 o'clock start on Tuesday at Amarant Bank Arena. And then the Panthers on Thursday have Montreal coming to town for a 7 o'clock face-off. So, again, you can get all your Panthers tickets and more FloridaPanthers.com, SeatGeek.com, 954-835-PUCK is the number to call to get all of your Florida Panthers uh, tickets. And, well, the Panthers uh, coming off a loss to the Carolina Hurricanes back on Thursday night, snapped a six-game win streak for the Panthers. They had that 11-game road win streak come to a halt. But here to help us preview tonight's game, to reflect back a little bit on Thursday night's game, my friend and yours, you know him from FloridaPanthers.com, from the second intermission of every Panthers radio broadcast, uh, also from the Territory Talk podcast, which, by the way, there's a new episode at uh, FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk, so go and check that out. Jameson Olive, kind enough to stop by here on Panthers Insider. And, well, Jameson, diving right into it first, Thursday night's game, there was a lot of anticipation on the game on Thursday. It was the first time the Panthers had gone to PNC Arena in Raleigh for a game that counted since games one and two of the Eastern Conference Final last year. Both teams have high playoff aspirations once again. They played back in November in Sunrise. The Panthers won that game pretty comfortably. So again, there was a lot of anticipation on this game for a number of reasons. And as it went on, it felt like one of those games where the first goal could win it. That's how it played out. Carolina won the game, won nothing. Both teams had opportunities to uh, to win the game. Your overall impressions from Thursday night's game as the Panthers fell just short to Carolina. But, hey, keep in mind the big picture team still put itself in a good spot. Yeah, I, would, I just started having flashbacks the longer that game went. It felt like uh, had that been a playoff game, we maybe could have gone four overtimes again. Um, but that's just what happens when these two teams meet. Aaron Eckblad talked about it after the game. Um, these two teams are just so similar. Neither team has any space to work out there. They're both great possession teams. They both are heavy teams. They're both their grindy teams. They both got really, really good goaltending in that game. So when all those things come together, you tend to get a one nothing game, and that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, Sebastian Ajo, right place, right time, perfect shot, nothing Bob could do there. Um, so that stings, stings a little bit. At that point, you would have liked to get at least a point out of it, but the Panthers are in a position now where they can look at that and move on and say, you know, hey, we like the way we played. That's the recipe for success. Keep moving. We're fine, uh, especially without Matthew Kachuk and Gustav Forsling. So impressive what the Panthers did. Um, zero goals on the board, but four-plus expected goals. Uh, all the underlying numbers, for the most part, really positive for the Panthers in that game. A lot of attempts, a lot of scoring chances for the Hurricanes. Not always the most dangerous stuff, but Bob made all the big saves when he had to. So you look at that game, could have gone either way, went the Hurricanes' way. And I've said it before, you know, so many times this season – the Panthers coming off the run they had, the opponent, the team they're playing, wants to win that game more, has more on the line, and the Canes definitely did. Like you said, first time in that building in a meaningful game since the playoffs. The fans wanted that win. You could tell that was a bit of a revenge game for the Hurricanes. They wanted that win, especially let's not forget they also got you know run out of the building here at Amarant earlier in the season. They really wanted to make a statement there. I don't know if they made a statement, but they played a really strong game. But like I said, the Panthers also leave with their heads held high. They liked the game they played. Yeah, they battled hard. And you mentioned Matthew Kachuk and Gus Forsling. We didn't see either one after the first period back on Thursday. The team didn't practice yesterday. So coming up here in just a little bit, after the Panthers hold their morning skate, hopefully we'll have some form of an update as to uh, as to their status. But in mentioning that, Jamison, this is a Panthers team that, hey, going back to early in the year, did more than just keep their head above water when they were without Brandon Montour, Aaron Ekblad, and Sam Bennett for the better part of uh, of a month and change right out of the gate this season. They've shown that they have the ability and the willingness to battle when they're down some key guys. When you look at that game the other day, I know you'd probably say the same thing. Full marks to the way that they battled and the way that Paul Maurice managed to juggle the bench without those two guys in the lineup. And that's not just 
two players. Those are two guys who play every situation, really, who handle big minutes that are responsible for a lot of heavy lifting, and there were a lot of other guys coming in to pick up that slack. They really did, like you said, master class from Paul Maurice, just in terms of how he managed his lineup from that point on. Uh, other than Brandon Montour playing about 20 minutes, no one really went too far beyond what they usually play. Um, and that just shows you the trust that Paul has in all those guys, especially the forwards, the fourth line. You know, The numbers go up for Gadjevich and Stenlin and Lomberg. Um, this team has proven so many times this season. They're just such a deeper team than they were last year, uh, both up front, in the back end, goaltending. They're just deeper everywhere. And now you even look at you know if they have to maybe go a game or two without Gustav Forsling and Matthew Kachuk, like you said, we'll find out pretty soon on that. But if they do... In the NHL right now, you got Stephen Lawrence and Will Lockwood, two forwards you can count on. On the back end, you have Josh Mahura, who played 82 games last year and all the playoff games, all the way to the Stanley Cup final for the Panthers. I don't think any team in the league has a defenseman that did that last year on their bench currently. That's how deep they are, and that's how well the defense has been playing. So they're confident, they're deep, they know what they can do. And I think the most impressive thing, and I've talked about this a couple times, is the Panthers now kind of have that look of a team, kind of like the Boston Bruins, where it doesn't matter who's in there. Yes, you need a certain level of talent at all times, but for the most part, doesn't matter who's in there. The team's going to play the same. They're going to look the same. They're often, you know, often more often than not going to get the same results. And that's why in that game last night, you lose one of your most important forwards, one of your most important defensemen, and the team still executes the game plan perfectly. Jameson Olive here with us from FloridaPanthers.com and the Territory Talk podcast. By the way, new episode of Territory Talk. Go and check it out, FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Jameson, you've talked to a number of the players. I'm in the media scrums, too. I hear that stuff. You've talked to a number of the players about this, but uh, when you when you hear it from from his teammates, when you look at the way Sergei Bobrovsky has commanded the position, especially lately, what stood out to you the most about his game, and and what are some of the things you've heard from from the rest of uh, his teammates in terms of just how much appreciation they have for what he's been doing lately? Oh, a ton, and it goes all the way back to the playoffs last year, where he was the best goaltender on the planet throughout the playoffs, and. Um, just made big save after big save, and he's carried that right into this season. Um, last I checked, he was fourth or fifth in the league in goals saved above expected, which is probably the most important stat. Um, and he's just really just such a calm presence back there. And when you talk about getting ready for the playoffs and routine and rhythm and just trying to get your mind in the right place, Bob's that's every day for Bob. He, every day he's just always trying to perfect that routine and get ready for what he has to do. And the team now has this great schedule with him. He's playing all the games he wants to play. He's, he's getting all the days off when he needs them because they love their backup. Anthony Stolarz has been fantastic. They have full confidence in him. So the job that you know Rob Tallis, Roberto Luongo, the goaltending excellence department does, managing both those guys, keeping them both sharp, you really see the results there this year with how they're both playing. But when it comes down to Bob and you know what he's done this year, the Panthers, you know, the top shot suppression team in the league, they don't give up a ton of shots on goal, but. They give up maybe four, five, six big ones a game, as any team would. Most teams give up way more than that, and he's making those saves. So they're not asking a ton, but when they do ask him to come up big, he's been there to make the save. And I think there's just such a trust now and such chemistry there between Bob and the guys in front of him that it's just working. Yeah, Sergey Bobrovsky's been uh, outstanding here. He's on a run of eight straight games, allowing two or fewer, and he had that seven-game win streak individually that was halted in the game the other night in Raleigh, so he'll look to get a, a new win streak going when he gets on the ice the next time. Again, uh, we'll find out who's going to be in net tonight coming up uh, as well. A little bit Panthers will be wrapping up their morning skate, and then we'll get all the uh, word on that. Jameson, I want to turn the clock back to the overtime win against the Ottawa Senators earlier this week on Tuesday. The play that Anton Lundell made on the game winner, He's heated up lately. He's put up some nice numbers here over the last couple of weeks offensively. But when I saw him come in from that tight angle and go top shelf, it was a great display of skill. Also, thought it was a great display of confidence from a guy who seems to be picking up some steam lately. What have you seen from him and, uh, and specifically that play? How much did that one wow you? Well, it, to me, it was twofold when you talk about confidence. Um, yes, it's the confidence from Lundy. Obviously, going and taking that shot with the, the smallest hole in the world to, to fit that puck through, and he does it. But also, you look at uh, just the confidence from the Panthers and Paul Maurice. That, that goal came at 136 of overtime. He was going over the boards there early. And I asked Paul about that after the game, and he said there was a back check you know, in the third period where Lundy just completely destroyed a play by himself. And it's plays like that that get you over the boards early in overtime. So he earned that moment. He capitalized on that moment. Um, and the Panthers, they have full confidence in Lundy. Lundy is a player as any 22-year-old is, 
when things are going well and they're confident, they play better. Confidence, you know, drives young players in the NHL. So for him to now get a couple goals in the last couple games, to start feeling it, um, that's important. But more than anything, he's been playing the best defense of his career this entire season. He's been winning um, more faceoffs than he ever has. His faceoff win percentage is several percentage points higher than his previous career high. So he's doing everything you want right now from a third-line center. But now that the goals are coming, just makes him that much more dangerous. Jameson Hall, FloridaPanthers.com, here with us. Jameson, before we wrap up, Quick look at this game against the Washington Capitals tonight. Uh, veteran team, Spencer Carberry, first year as a head coach, and I think a lot of folks are pretty impressed with what he's been able to, to get out of this Capitals team and keeping them in the playoff race. They've been a pesky team. They're coming off a win over Tampa Bay Lightning a couple of nights ago, uh, really making this Eastern Conference playoff race pretty crowded. What do you think it's going to take for the Panthers tonight in this matchup against Washington? By the way, 6 o'clock start time, 5.30 Panthers preview across the radio network. You'll be able to hear Jameson in the second intermission. We always say the rest of the game, the first two periods, are the pregame show for when Jameson comes on. That's when the game really starts, and we really get into the hard-hitting substance of things. But Jameson, tonight, Panthers, Capitals, what do you look for? You know, when they were in town earlier this month, I basically wrote in the game preview that you know, Ovechkin was, you know, he lost a step, but he wasn't scoring as much this year, and the power play for them just wasn't clicking. And ever since that game, in that game, he scored a power play goal. And ever since then, he's been looking like his old self. So um, whatever happened in that game against the Panthers, it woke up Alex Ovechkin. Um, we all knew that would come eventually, um, but he's just looking like his old self now. So he's always dangerous. That's part of their moment for the Panthers is making sure you don't give him a, too much time and space to get that one-timer off because that is the number one weapon for the Washington Capitals. But overall, I think for the Panthers, it's just match the intensity, match the pace. This game means a lot for the Capitals. Like you said, they've been hanging around. Uh, they're the first team right now out of the wild card spot in the Eastern Conference. They're only a couple points out of it, but they got a couple games in hand. This is a big second half for them. I think a lot of people pick them as, you know, this is the year they go back into the draft lottery and they start to kind of rebuild. Um, that's still probably their long-term future, but this season, they have belief. They believe they can make the playoffs this year, even without Kuznetsov, even without Backstrom, even with Ovechkin, Wilson, and those guys getting a year older this year. Um, it's, it's been impressive. So for the Panthers, just match that intensity. Know this is going to be a playoff-like game for the Capitals in terms of what they're bringing to the ice. Um, Panthers are the deeper team. They're the more talented team, even if they don't have Kachuk and Forsling. Like we said, we'll find out soon. But even if they don't have those guys, they're still the deeper, better team. Just go out there, execute. They'll find a way to win. But like I said, Caps are going to come out hard in this game. He's Jameson Hall of FloridaPanthers.com. You can find all his stuff there. You can hear him tonight, second intermission. Jameson, thanks very much for stopping by and uh, joining us on Panthers Insider once again. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Doug. Jameson Olive, everybody from FloridaPanthers.com. Talking about tonight's matchup there against the Washington Capitals. Panthers will begin a three-game homestand tonight at 6 o'clock. FloridaPanthers.com, SeatGeek.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets for tonight and beyond. The Panthers right in the thick of that race for the top spot in the Atlantic Division and the Eastern Conference. A win tonight, two points tonight, would certainly go a long way as far as that's concerned. We'll step aside. We'll come back. We'll get the view from the Washington Capitals perspective. Ben Raby from the Capitals Radio Network is going to join us coming up next segment. It's the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you as always on a Saturday morning. This is the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Time for Laura, the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Hey everybody, welcome back here on Panthers Insider. Doug Plagans with you as always, talking all things Florida Panthers hockey on a Saturday morning, getting you set for the Panthers and the Washington Capitals tonight. Panthers opening up a three-game homestand at Amarant Bank Arena. Tonight at 6 o'clock, the Panthers and the Capitals, third and final matchup of the season for the Panthers and Washington this season, and a final regular season visit for this season for Alex Ovechkin, the NHL's second all-time leading goal scorer. He and the Capitals coming to town tonight. Then Tuesday at 7, it's the Panthers and the Sabres. Atlantic Division battle there. And then coming up on Thursday, it'll be the Panthers and the Montreal Canadiens. Before the Panthers go back on the road for three games in four days, beginning a week from today, the Panthers will be in Detroit for a three o'clock in the afternoon face-off, another Atlantic Division matchup. Again, that's gonna be one week from today. The Red Wings, they've surged into the playoff picture this season, maybe exceeding some expectations across the league. We'll hear from Ben Raby, talk some Washington Capitals coming up here in just a moment as we preview tonight's matchup from the opposing side of things. But a quick look at the standings. The Panthers come into tonight two points back of the Boston Bruins for that top spot in the Atlantic Division. Boston's 80 points currently lead the Eastern Conference overall by one point over the Rangers who lead the Metro Division and two points over the Panthers. You look at the Eastern Conference as well, some of the uh, big teams, some of the teams that you would consider to be the contenders going into this season, they're also the hottest teams in the Eastern Conference right now. You look at the Panthers, they have won eight out of their last 10. Toronto right behind the Panthers, they've won six in a row, eight out of 10. The Rangers have won nine in a row. Carolina has won eight out of 10. Those Detroit Red Wings have won their last three and they're six, three and one their last 10. Boston right now, four, three and three in their last 10, but had such a cushion that they still maintain that top spot in the Atlantic Division. Let's get into talking a little bit of Washington Capitals hockey. Preview tonight's matchup, the Panthers and the Washington Capitals this evening. Again, a six o'clock face-off. My old roommate at Syracuse, Ben Raby, over on the Capitals radio network. First thing I asked him was, well, how have the Washington Capitals looked since the last time these two teams played back on February 8th? Yeah, it was just a couple of weeks ago, Doug, but I'll, I'll say it's a big difference in the Capitals in terms of results and overall mood around the team, if you will. I think when you would have seen them a couple of weeks ago, it was arguably the low point of the Capitals season. They were struggling pretty significantly. I believe they were in a stretch of losing eight of nine. But since then, they have a 4-1-1 one, one record. It started with a shutout road win in Boston. You're welcome, Florida Panthers. The Capitals taking care of the Bruins at TD Garden a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday afternoon. But again, starting with that game, a 4-1-1 one, one record. They enter play coming up tonight. Winners of three in a row. A big win Thursday night in Tampa Bay. I think objectively speaking, Doug, it's an uphill climb for the Capitals to work their way back into the top eight in the Eastern Conference and a playoff position. But they're at least making a push here. They're making things interesting. They've pulled within five points of Tampa for that second wild card spot. They have three games in hand on the Lightning. Obviously, there's a lot of competition around them. A lot of teams vying for the final couple playoff positions those wild card spots, but the Capitals are making things interesting and perhaps making some de decisions a little bit more difficult as far as general manager Brian McClellan is concerned with the March 8th trade deadline coming up. But a good problem to have if you're the Capitals as far as uh, making those decisions difficult. They're playing well. They're winning games of late, and we'll see if that could carry over into what is arguably their stiffest challenge now uh, coming up tonight in Florida. And you mentioned, Ben, the win last time out against Tampa Bay. What did you like the most about Washington did there and with what the Capitals have been able to do lately, if they're going to have success, what has to be working for them? Well, well, specifically with the game the other night uh, against 
Tampa Bay, you know, without going into too much detail, it was potentially getting away from them in the third period. They blew a multi-goal lead. Tampa Bay was rallying momentum on their sides. The Capitals blow a multi-goal lead. They then have a potential go-ahead goal wiped off the board after a video review proved the Capitals were offside. And then soon after that, they lose TJ Oshie to an injury and he's not expected to play tonight. It didn't look good for TJ Oshie leaving the game the other night in the third period. So in other words, you had all these things you could almost say working against the Capitals in the third period in Tampa Bay on Thursday, all the momentum on the lightning side and the Capitals, despite all that adversity, if you will, were able to then still rally and hold off the lightning. They won the game five to three, but the way you got the sense, you had the feeling it was getting away from them, the way they were able to kind of dig deep under those not ideal circumstances. They were already playing shorthanded, missing a couple of key cogs due to injury they're leaning on younger players a lot of late, and they showed some character. They showed a certain maturity. A lot of those younger guys stepped up with increased minutes, and they were able to knock off the Lightning in a game, really, Capitals needed to have, even though there's still, you know, 25-plus games on the itinerary. It was one that they really needed to have to, to narrow that gap for the wild card spot. So when things were starting to get away from them, the way they were able to maintain their composure and eventually rally and win, uh, I thought spoke uh, pretty significantly to, to the character, you know, on that bench and in that room last uh, on Thursday night. Ben Raby does great work for the Capitals Radio Network, kind enough to stop by and help us preview tonight's matchup, Panthers and the Capitals, 6 o'clock tonight, 5.30, Panthers preview across the radio network. Ben, first-year NHL head coach Spencer Carberry on the Washington side. He's won at different levels. He's gotten a lot of additional experience at the National Hockey League level. What's the biggest trait maybe that he's instilled in this team this year? And seems like, again, he's got this team, you mentioned it, playing a mature game. They play with a lot of structure. Seems like they stick to a good uh, a good defensive mindset uh, quite a bit. What have you noticed the most in year one with Spencer Carberry that's helped this team stay in this playoff race? I think one of the strengths for Spencer Carberry himself, the youngest coach in the NHL this season and his first NHL gig, but he's no stranger to the organization having coached both their ECHL and AHL affiliates going back a few years ago. And it was specifically that time in the AHL, Doug, with the Hershey Bears years ago. He worked with a lot of then Capitals prospects who are now full-time NHLers. Connor McMichael, who's been leaned on heavily, a first-round pick going back a few years ago. Alexei Protis, who's played significant minutes and a significant role this year as well. Another 2019 draft pick. And, and you can go down the depth chart. There are other younger players this is a capitals team you know it's led by the headliners the veteran core the ovechkins the oshis the john carlson's the headliners the names you've been accustomed to over the years but there's an appetite to get the next wave integrated and and to get younger and to integrate players while keeping ideally a window of contention open right now and again i reference Connor mcmichael he'll enter play tonight coming off back-to-back multi-goal games his first two multi-goal games of his NHL career. But you look, Doug, specifically down the middle for this Capitals team. You look back on opening night, you had Nick Backstrom in the lineup. He hasn't played since October. You had Evgeny Kuznetsov, another, you know, face of the franchise. He's out indefinitely now in the players' assistance program. And then lower down the depth chart, you've had a fixture as your fourth-line center in Nick Dowd. He didn't make this trip to Florida. He's out with an upper body injury. So you're missing three quarters of your opening night center depth, if you will. And as a result, over the course of this season, because of Backstrom's long-term absence, because Kuznetsov now out long-term, because of a short-term absence now for Nick Dowd, you're leaning on these younger players to fill the void, to step in. And it's a small sample size of late, but they've been able to do so recently. And we'll see if that continues tonight in Florida. Again, facing another team with plenty of center depth. But that is certainly an area, I know you asked about Carberry, but it's the trust and the responsibility that's being thrust upon younger players. And Spencer Carberry has a track record of working well with prospects, with player development, and that has shown itself true this season as well. Ben Raby here with us from the Capitals Radio Network. Ben, two more quick ones before we let you get going. But uh, Dylan Strom, just how important has he been to this Washington team? He's kind of been the mainstay, maybe doesn't get talked about enough. He's a guy that... Uh, you know, it took him a while, it seemed like, before he found uh, a home in the National Hockey League. But it seems like he's made the most of the opportunity. And like I said, it seems like he's really been, uh, to say he's been important to Washington this season is an understatement. 
Yeah, exactly. And a third overall pick going back years ago, he was number three behind a couple of headliners. Perhaps you heard of them, Connor McDavid and Jack Eichel going back to the 2015 draft. But to your point, bounced around a little bit, started his career in Arizona, moved on to Chicago, and then he has found a home in Washington, originally brought in on a one-year deal going back two off-seasons ago. He translated that one-year deal into a five-year extension. So this is now home, and not only is Washington home for Dylan Strome, but really he's taken ownership of the number one center position on this team. Again, you talk about the injury issues that Backstrom dealt with last year and then taking a leave and stepping away from the team this year. And again, Kuznetsov has dealt with his inconsistencies and struggles and now out indefinitely as well. You know, Dylan Strom has, has really assumed ownership and taken advantage of opportunities and ice time. And he's made a nice home playing primarily with Alex Ovechkin, which I should mention, Doug, sounds like good work if you could find it. Sometimes it takes a certain type of center, a certain type of playmaker, a certain type of player to be able to skate alongside Alex Ovechkin. Ovechkin could be a tough player to play with. You know, a lot of guys often defer to the greatest goal scorer in all, of all time. Strom has acknowledged he's embraced it. He's learned how to play with Alex Ovechkin over the years and certainly a, a key cog when we talk about a team challenged right now with some center depth. No, Dylan Strom, certainly the anchor of a group and logging big minutes as a result. And Ben, last one here for you. You mentioned Alex Ovechkin there, best goal scorer of all time. I don't think a lot of people are going to argue with you on that, but even the best goal scorers sometimes go in streaks. And it seems like lately Alex has been on a bit of a goal scoring streak. The team's won more often than not, uh, I guess, plain and simple, kind of a basic question. But how much do those two things go hand in hand? Alex Ovechkin getting pucks to fall and the team picking up W's. Yeah, they do. And and he recently had uh, a lengthy goal scoring streak, goals in six in a row. And at one stretch, he had eight goals over an eight game period. All this since the All-Star break. I think that did him some good, Doug. Hit a sluggish, you know, especially based on his high expectations, sluggish start to the year. Went away for the All-Star break, didn't take part in any of the All-Star game festivities in Toronto, just completely shut it off, recharged the batteries, and he's come back second half of the year, unofficial second half of the season, and he's looked rejuvenated. It's not only the goals, it's, if you want to say, the all-around game. He's had some jump in his step, just the eye test, the opportunities have been there, back-checking, you know, pulling his teammates into the fight to an extent, if you will. And I, th I think that has a trickle down effect. I think, you know, you look lower down the depth chart, fellas, see the big man has it going. It's one of those nights for number eight. And there could be, you know, a, a trickle down effect where others feed off of him. But certainly it's been noticeable. We'll see how sustainable it is and how long he could keep this pace going. He also has a 10 game point streak coming into play tonight in Florida. But he's been very good again. And I can't emphasize enough, Doug, it's not only the numbers, which are great and have been impressive but it's just the eye test and, and the overall sense and the feel you get around Ovechkin over these past couple of weeks. He's dialed in, and he's looking to, to make another playoff push here. Big thanks to Ben Raby from the Washington Capitals Radio Network for stopping by and joining us on Panthers Insider. Great to check in with him, as always. And it is the Panthers and the Washington Capitals tonight, 6 o'clock faceoff, 5.30 Panthers preview across the radio network. Again, if you're tuning in in Miami-Dade and Broward Counties, AM 790 WAXY is your place to tune in. 12.30, the Gambler in the Palm Beaches, 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys, Real Radio 1017 in the Treasure Coast. If you're tuned in on Sirius XM, channel 219 in the car, you can catch us there, 219 on your app, 932 on your app. The Panthers app takes all the guesswork out of it. You can go check us out on the Panthers app. As always, there's a radio button in the top right corner. Hit that. You'll get our broadcast each and every game. Folks, celebrate 30 years of Panthers hockey with our Thursday decade nights. Thursday, March 7th is 2000s night. Score your special 30th anniversary game tickets today. Collect all three limited edition decade night pucks. Go to floridapanthers.com slash offers to get your package today. And Panthers fans, don't miss your chance to get the best priority on territory memberships for next season. Following a sellout of lower bowl and club level seating this season, prioritize your access to limited newly available seats by placing your territory member deposit today. New membership seating begins on March 18th. Don't wait. Place your deposit now. Call 954-835-PUCK or go to floridapanthers.com. This is your territory. Panthers and the Capitals tonight at 6. Panthers and the Sabres Tuesday at 7. Panthers and the Canadians Thursday 
at 7 o'clock. All that at Amaranth Bank Arena. Panthers kicking off a three-game homestand tonight, so you don't want to miss any of that. Panthers begin a three-game road trip a week from today when they meet the Detroit Red Wings for a Saturday 3 o'clock. The afternoon face-off, and of course, we have it every step of the way, home and road, on the Panthers radio network. Very quickly, before we wrap things up here on Panthers Insider, thanks again, by the way, for being along with us on another Saturday morning. Quick look at what's going on across a busy Saturday in the National Hockey League. The St. Louis Blues and Detroit Red Wings kick off the slate noon Eastern today, so big game for each of those two teams who are trying to solidify playoff spots in their respective conferences. Conferences, two teams that were division rivals going way back, but now find themselves in different conferences. Uh, two o'clock in the afternoon, the Canadians at the Devils. Every game big at this point for the New Jersey Devils, a team the Panthers are going to see on their road trip that kicks off about a week from uh, now, actually one week from now. That is when that road trip kicks off. Tampa Bay at the Islanders. That's another big one there. Two o'clock Eastern time. Tampa Bay trying to hang on to a playoff spot. The Islanders trying to work their way back into the picture. Three o'clock Eastern, the Red Hot New York Rangers and a Flyers team that has surprised some people. Ten games over NHL 500. They're trying to maintain playoff positioning. Toronto at Colorado. Big game there tonight at seven o'clock Eastern out in Denver. Vegas visits Ottawa seven Eastern. Boston at Vancouver. That's a big matchup. Uh, two top records in uh, each conference there head-to-head. -head. The uh, Boston Bruins, Vancouver Canucks, 7 o'clock uh, out there in uh, Vancouver, 7 Eastern. So be a 4 o'clock local time game out there in Vancouver. Dallas at Carolina, another big matchup. Two heavyweight teams. The Predators at the Sharks, the Wild at Seattle. It's uh, 10 Eastern and uh, 10 Eastern as well. The Battle of Alberta renewed. Edmonton hosting Calgary and... The freeway face-off, I believe that's what they call it, the last game that'll get going today, 10.30 Eastern, Anaheim at Los Angeles. 6 o'clock, we've got the Panthers and the Capitals at Amaranth Bank Arena. We're on the air with Panthers preview beginning at 5.30. Big thanks to Jamison Olive for stopping by. Big thanks to Ben Raby for his time as well. And a huge thanks, as always, to all of you for tuning in on Panthers Insider. Again, we'll talk to you with Panthers Preview at 5.30, 6 o'clock, the drop of the puck. Panthers Capitals tonight at Amaranth Bank Arena on Sunrise. Hope to see you there. If you can't make it, we'll have you covered across the Panthers Radio Network. I'm Doug Plagans. This has been the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.